Hello, welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of February 28th, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. So this week, uh, we, we have, we have sad, sad news. More than meets the eye has come to an end. We, we will never see another Transformer story by James Roberts and or Nick Roche ever again. Uh, Alex Milne has been buried at sea. And, uh, yeah, it's very sad. No, none of that. Only, only sort of one of those things has happened, which is that the last issue of More Than Meets the Eye, this number isn't 57, even... is out this week. This isn't even the last issue of it's, something called More true. Than Meets there, the Eye. There will be, yes, We're getting there will be the More Revolution one, and then it will relaunch as Lost Light, which is, you know, a, a more directly relevant cover, uh, name title words words happen and isn't super confusing and based on one of the only two catchphrases people know from the franchise (laughs) if they're not part of the fandom Uh, and it also has a really sweet really 80s logo which is also a good oh yeah the lost light logo is brad and not brad who wants to tell you about the transformers but it does want to tell you (laughs) yes so it does have that in common uh, so we we will be getting to that uh, as well as some of us some of us got toys. It's very exciting. Yes, Yay! It is. <laughs> Did any of us not get uh, toys? That's a good question. I got a toy. I got toys. I finally found some new stuff. David, Alex got toys. Yep. Yay! Toys. Uh, but first, uh, as far as news goes, we have again. More Transformers 5 news, which I'm sure is going to be coming in on a pretty regular basis until it comes out and then no one will speak of it again. Yeah. Uh, so the, the thing about, about them doing up Churchill's house all like Nazi, the thing about that is that there's so much in these movies that, that is done with CG that maybe they could have just done it in CG and not done it in real yeah, life? Yeah, probably because they put Nazi flags up, they could have just done that in CG, maybe. And it's it's not like it was... Yeah, that, they could have done that in post. It's, like, it's Churchill's ancestral home. It's like the family, his lineage and whatever came from. He was born there, admittedly, but it, like, wasn't his house. Didn't live there too much, but... No. Yeah. It's, it's still made British people, especially British people who are very, very old and, you know, remember World War II, it makes them very angry. Uh, which I think is, yeah. is the relevant yeah. metric. They could have just done a digital set extension. It's not like with, when you're actually blowing shit up, you want it to be there for real so you can blow real shit up and have it look real. You can really safely make something look like it has Nazi banners hanging from it on a computer. Just look yeah. at Twitter these days. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, this, there was, it did not have to be a practical effect. No, it, it could yeah. have been done digitally, but White Bay loves practical effects, but it, any building you would have I was about was to think that enough. was Bay loves something else, but. <laughs> no, but like any <laughs> building big enough to look like a headquarters in Britain that you're going to pick anyway, it's going to be somebody's ancestral house. I guess, but maybe you could put it not in England, or maybe you could put it in not, again, post, post (laughs) post-production. Yeah, it's it's, it's just a weird irony that's Churchill to me. uh, Interestingly, this might be a sign it's an alternate history sort of thing, because if 
the uh, Nazis had actually managed to conquer England. They were planning on using that as their capital in England. Well, there you go. Oh, that, so. <laughs> that would still be weird, but that would be more interesting than, hey, we can't find a house in Germany that looks like what we want. Because we're filming. Well, England. yeah, I figured the point was that they chose that specific building because England is full of historic looking buildings. Yeah. I, I figured they used that specifically because the idea was it was specifically that building and this sort of alternate history sort of thing. But, you know, again, that's what CG is for, to not anger people. Uh, they've also, speaking of really old uh, buildings in England, uh, they were also filming at Buckingham Palace. Uh, Mark Wahlberg said something about mini Dinobots, like maybe they're pets, I don't know. Yay, more toys. Maybe they're chibi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, yay, more toys. And uh, apparently there was a, a prop of Stonehenge, so yes. exciting. Why would you blow up Stonehenge? It's just some rocks. They're just going to fall over. Well, yeah. Well, the the fun thing is that they actually built a prop instead of, like, just going to Stonehenge like they did in Thor 2. So if you're building – if mm-hmm. Bay is building a prop Stonehenge, that thing's getting blown up. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm imagining there's either something underneath it or it's going to be used to, like, magically summon something as a portal and you get destroyed in the process. Uh, yeah, I I can see that. But – but it still remains that it's just a bunch of rocks and dirt blowing yeah. up, and that's not as exciting as buildings. F- fingers crossed that it's Rhinox's grave. Oh, <laughs> poor Rhinox. Uh, to quote our favorite shit poster and also one of our favorite voice actors, Stonehenge <laughs> actually sucks, and I hope somebody knocks those rocks down real soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, here you go. Uh, so, so, yes, that's... I guess there's that at least. Uh, in in other exciting, weirdly unnecessarily offensive news, uh, we have gotten the uh, the comic for the Japanese Decepticon release of Victorian, the Megatronia thing that we've talked about, and it's just wow. It's so it's, it's like, a thing. Yeah, I. Like we haven't brought up the other ones before because um, they they're usually not that relevant. They're just interesting art by um, Sakamoto. Oh, what's his first name? Mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah. But the art always looks uh, good. Hayato. Hayato. Hayato Sakamoto. Of course, he's drawing female characters, and he tends to go a little cheesecakey. So looking at it, it there's some poses that are a little skeevy. But then when you actually read the translated version. Oh, it's way creepier. I I am willing to forgive him the the cheesecake art because entirely because the issue of more than meets the eye he did where there was like a little Rodimus hip wiggle that actually had the <laughs> yeah. like motion lines. <laughs> so obviously he's he's perfectly happy to <laughs> do this as, as a uh, and it's not even like that false equivalency thing where it's like he drew some really beefy guys like and and says that that women would like that he drew like a really like. Femi attractive sort of Rodimus and and had him with a hip wiggle, uh, so <laughs> so yes, I I will cut him some slap slack, but definitely uh, I I think my favorite panel is the one where Megatronia is apparently like affecting Megatron in some way. She's like standing over him with like a hand on his head. Oh yeah, Mega Empress, and she's like 
she manipulated Megatron in the past or something, and it, and it just yeah, it's like she post. she even controlled Megatron and took over the planet. But it said that Shockwave felt danger and sealed her away. <laughs> but just like the the way there's one hand that's like on his chest, sort of like it may be headed downwards, but the look on his face is priceless. It's the most do not want expression. <laughs> he is not feeling this. <laughs> And I don't know if the implication is that that's his that's his mind controlled face, but he he definitely looks like he's he is calling for Shockwave to please get this woman off of him. Yeah. So, so the art can be fun, but the 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 actual dialogue, like one of the limbs, is like arousing some of the uh, combiner dudes to chop off their combiner plugs to suck out their energon. So they can become combiners. <laughs> and and then another one, like, is manhandling two dudes. <laughs> it's, it's creepy. And, and, like, Mega Empress, their leader, who was built from parts that were Megatron, wants to control all Cybertronian men through the power of her seductiveness. It, it's a little <laughs> too much. It's clearly not working with Megatron in all of these pictures. Also, I like apparently so she seems to have, Cyclonus is very upset by all this. <laughs> also great. Just, uh, well, because the gag is that Cyclonus is carrying Megatron's head from combiner mode in his chest, and it's flipped out, so it's Cyclonus with an ex-Megatron head being hit on by another robot. Just kind of funny, <laughs> and uh, and and yes, uh, one of them uses, I guess, Moonheart uses her healing pheromone, which makes <laughs> it's specifically Ratchet and and Trailcutter, which is especially disturbing. But it makes, gives them combiner plug boners. Yeah, that's just it's oh, oh, it's wrong. Bad. And then she amputates them, and then they steal them. Uh, if it weren't for the pol- the gender politics angle of this, it would be amazingly bad shit. Yeah, it's, and delightful. It's cheesy. It's it's I don't know. It's goofy. Yeah, you tone down the gender stuff a little. Could be great, but uh, what? My favorite silly part of the whole thing is just the last panel. Unicron is there, and I love that. This Unicron looks exactly like aggressive Retsuko. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely a a Japanese toy pack and comic. It's a thing. Her Majesty and all women will control the world. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, so I, I mean, it's definitely a thing to see. It's online. It's been translated. It's not going to cost you any money to look at it, so yeah. why not? Yes. And it's not weird enough to completely put me off not wanting it. I still kind of want it because <laughs> they look really neat. Yeah. They do look kind of nice. It's It's definitely a thing. I I don't know. There's there's also the panel with uh with Flow Spade 
and Mega Empress sort of like cuddling, which I deeply appreciate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're just enough like it's it's that's what it is. It's that sort of like threatening barbarian lesbian thing <laughs> is what they have going. Yeah. And and like that that Amazon thing and it's just I don't know. I can't I can't explain it. I can't describe it. It's definitely a comic in which a bunch of men's phallic things get cut off. <laughs> the end. So that's the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, news into comics. Uh, yeah, so uh we get the second part of the whole Luna One storyline with what's going on with Fortress Maximus and Cerebros, who is just inexplicably adorable. And it's kind of sad that he's a totally different adorable than we covered in Stasis Pod, <laughs> where he's not adorable to anyone like me who just loves sad emo babies who make thinly veiled requests <laughs> for assisted suicide. But uh, other than that, uh, th this is more yeah, befuddled and slightly charming. Cerebros. Yes, he's a little bit of a goofball, which is which is pretty cute. Uh, but yes, there's more of Sentinel Prime and Sovereign, and Sentinel Prime tries to take all the zombie titans and send them to Cybertron, and then Fortress Maximus combines with a titan, which is not unexpected. And then, well, no, yeah, it's, he stops it's, them. It's how he gets to combine with the Titan that's the best part of the comic. It is pretty cool. The on switch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't laughed out that good out loud at a comic in a while because to activate the transformation cog of the Titan they're in because it's in base mode that will become Fortress Maximus so the Fortress Maximus can ride Fortress Maximus like a G Gundam. Anyway, there's a giant switch that has to be flipped over. Fortress Maximus, who's the biggest <laughs> Autobot there, can't flip it. And only one person can flip it because they've had way more practice flipping things. Prowl flips the switch <laughs> like it's a table. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that same panel layout <laughs> all yep. the way back from the first it's issue. It's so good. It's, it's so great that that got worked in there. This entire series has led up to that. That as a callback made this feel like the best kind of last issue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was, that was the best callback. Uh, and, and yeah, there are, uh, there are bits where, you know, Red Alert, clearly we could tell, I mean, you could guess probably from the last issue, he was being mind controlled to some extent. And there are a couple flashbacks of him, you know, remembering things that happened in previous issues. And then something goes a little off course and says something about how, you know, like the character starts telling him, this is actually just like, you know, you're being mind controlled. This is all in your head. You need to snap out of it. Yeah, it, uh, all, which there's is... something wrong with all the flashbacks, although I don't quite notice what everything... Like, the first one, it's when everybody was getting on the, sh the Lost Light at the very beginning. And the first panel, there's actually a shot of Iron Fist in the corner. Yeah, and, there. like, Bumblebee is yeah. on there in line, and he shouldn't have been there. And First Aid is in line, and oh, they picked him up. Yeah. On Delphi, and yeah, so there are, he's he's got his screening line from the first issue, but there are people who 
you know, should not be in it. Uh, and, and, and like, did, I forget, did Swerf claim to be Megatron in the first one? Because that was... Um, no, he, there was, I think it was a different joke, but all, all I remember is the, the, the quest. I love good quests. I'm always up for a good quest. I yes. remember that bit. It, it was definitely a good little bit of wrongness to have him specifically saying that he was Megatron considering, you know, <laughs> yeah. that Megatron yeah. ends up with them. Uh, and, and yeah, then there's, uh, Sentinel Prime talks about how he was just ahead. <laughs> <laughs> when they killed him before, it was just his host body thing. So I guess that explains why his body was found without a head, which makes me wonder how far back that was planned. Like, or if that was just one of those convenient things or, uh, or what was it mentioned was. he didn't have a head I, when they did the shadow play? It was mentioned at some point before I suppose it may not have been in Shadow Play specifically. Mm. See, there are, there are a lot of people on Twitter who are talking about leading up to the Lost Light, doing a reread of the whole series, and I think I may have to, yeah, to jump on do. board that. Uh, so, so yeah, that's I. I thought this was good. I mean, it's still having the story taking place off in this other thing. It still did feel sort of like a crossover event issue sort of thing rather than a full-on proper more than meets the eye issue. But, yeah. I mean, it was it was still very good. It had a lot of really good moments yeah. and it had a lot of really good callbacks. Hmm. It was a fun send-off while not being the cast that we'd normally associate with the book. Yeah, but some of our favorite cast was in those disjointed flashbacks. Yeah. True. Also, I, I personally, as the, the resident shipper, would like to know what the deal is towards the end with Cerebros putting bubbles on Fort Max's nose, because that was, uh, that was charming. Because they combine! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would be all in favor of that being a ship, because it's entirely yeah. appropriate. Uh, but, but yes. Uh, but yes, they're having to scrub all of the, the Titan Fort Max's T-Cog because it's all grubby. So that's kind of cool that apparently that's going to continue being a thing. They become a sitcom and they're doing the dishes at the end. <laughs> yes. Yep. So it ends with them doing some dishes and then something in code, which I presume by like not very long, someone's going yeah. to have broken that There's, code. Well, the obvious bit is it says M-T-M-T-E. 2012 to 2016, but there's a lot of other code around it that th there's probably gags in there, something. James Roberts had to uh -huh. bury something in there. Yes. There's a line that's conspicuously dense with text as well. Yeah, that, that uh, one's yeah, gotta be Yeah, there's that too. Uh, and I, I really like his little send-off at the end talking about how how all these long, every long-standing mystery is now solved and every dangling plot thread has been tied off into a neat bow. <laughs> it's totally a thing that happened. So I, I I appreciate that nod to the fact that none of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I know there were a lot of, I, I think it helped that learning that it had been canceled came immediately upon hearing that it was just getting a name change. So yeah. no one really had to think that it was actually canceled. 
or that it was going away. So, so yeah. Anybody else got anything to say about it? Because, because I like it. Well, it was fun. Yeah. The, the day was saved thanks to a little bird. Yes, he's so cute. What, what the heck was his name? I, I wanted to see more of. I wanted to see more of Bolt, though. Uh, uh, I'm scrolling up. Is it something beak. Maybe I think it's just beak. Oh, that's why? That, that's why I forgot it because it's so simple. It's just beak. Well, there you go. Yay! Good little birdie. Yeah, and Prowl has decided to lay low and hang out with them, where uh, mostly they don't want to kill him too much. That's probably a good move, Prowl. <laughs> Hang out here with people who only want to kill him a little. I guess it's mostly just Fort Max who wants to kill him a little. Oh yeah, there was that scene earlier where, shoot, what was it? Oh, he shot me! Red alert! He shot me! Living the dream, <laughs> says Fort Max. What? <laughs> Nothing. That was, that was so great. So everybody wants a chance to shoot to shoot Prowl. Cause God damn it, Prowl. So yeah, it was it was a good issue. It was a good send off. Thumbs up. Very much looking forward to to Lost Light beginning, and not just because you know that's a great cast, and also the Revolution one shot, which is also a great cast. I really like the cover that we see in the uh, the little preview for it. Not preview, but you know the little the cover ad cross sell yeah. thing for it. Uh, where they're just like hanging out on Earth with like yeah, some GI Joes and some people from Mask and Rom, just like sitting at at tables outside a diner, and there's some Micronauts on the table and oh yeah, that really makes me think of Mega's XLR. <laughs> yeah, 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 I see that. Yeah. Oh God, I just dang it! Now I have to make another suggestion to try to maybe model it myself. <laughs> oh, 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 that'd be kind of hard, though, maybe. Well, no, actually, it wouldn't, because if, if the plug, you plug it into the... Oh, yes, I want one! <laughs> Trent! <laughs> Stay tuned, one. everyone. Yeah. Uh, so, and that, that did sort of remind me that it's not just about the scavengers, so I'm really sort of curious to see what, you know, <laughs> what James Roberts does with the other characters in this. Should be interesting. So, it's the scavengers versus your childhood in a story that exposes all other art for the sham it is. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. And then Lost Light. Yay! Comics! So, also we have toys. Who wants to talk yes. about a toy first? Whoever. I, so I, uh, my, uh, my target is super horrible. They got in another wave of, or another box of wave one, uh, deluxe Titan Masters. So I ventured far afield to a Walgreens that, uh, promised to have some in stock. And they actually, one of the two they still had was Chrome Dome. So I was very excited. I now have my, my space gaze posing on my desk. Rewinds all up on Chrome Dome's shoulder. I think pretty much like they were at the Toy Fair display. Uh, I I did note, and uh, I know Alex and I at least talked about this after he was hanging out here in Columbus. 
that that uh, that sparkly plastic sure seems nowhere to be seen now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's on uh on wave one of the deluxes they had that weird sort of like it was it had kinda like that, that gold plastic swirl to it. Yeah. But it was not gold. Uh but it was like all of them, like skull crunchers, green and pink and all that blue on blur and all the blue on scourge. Oh so and all the green the, on hardhead. So the wave twos don't have that. Oh I hope my skull cruncher's mm. okay. <laughs> Oh well, he's getting which, a, which does sort of make me. I think there there was a rumor ahead. list of things that, that there was a croc, who might be another crocodile. Yeah, that 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 would make sense. Uh, so yeah, maybe that mold will come out again later. But yeah, Chrome Dome and Highbrow definitely did not have that sparkly plastic. Chrome Dome's just got a very nice. I imagine that uh. <laughs> Fandom friend Joe Kide will have a lot of appreciation for Chrome Dome uh, because he's very nice and beige and brown, <laughs> and he's he's known for liking earth tones, especially beige. He did that gorgeous uh, Revenge of the Fallen Star Scream that just was like a master course in using tones of beige. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes, he's he's a very nice sort of sandy beige and brown, and he's got the nice red chest piece, and his head pops off, and it's a dude. I can't help but notice that his head just seems a lot more conspicuously painted than a lot of the other ones, uh, which may be in part just because they wanted to they they were going out of their way to get the you know the Nick Roche aesthetic. Without, you know, without sacrificing the red and brown of the Stylor robot mode. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it just seems very conspicuous that his, his headpiece is, you know, painted gray. It's fully painted, basically. Whereas, like, say, Skull Crunchers just has, like, this weird gold bit of it, and then the rest of it's unpainted. Hmm. I didn't take long enough to see if Highbrows was like that, uh, but... But yeah, he's his just seems really. I mean, it's nice. It's just that it stands out among the others. But you know, he's just going to hang out with Rewind, so that's fine. Uh, he's got a nice transformation. Uh, I did for a little while have the third party, uh, the first third party one, the Function X Code one. Uh, and and I would say this is you know not. I, I would say this one definitely has a lot fewer sharp corners that you really don't want to bend. <laughs> Because that's what that one definitely had was like those joints that maybe needed to have been a little rounder. Uh, but this one, this is a very good Chrome Dome toy. I like it a lot. Uh, it's got just enough of the IDW aesthetic, though sadly he doesn't have big wheels on his shoulders that but have his wait, initials on them. Doesn't he have like five millimeter plugs up by his shoulders? Because I've seen some people like sticking big wheels oh. on him from like... Some other sets of something. He so does, because his, his guns can kind of plug onto the sides of his vehicle mode. Yeah, so you just uh, need to so find 5mm big wheels. Yes, and then paint Trent. a little CD. Yes, Trent! Um, I think Chrome Dome some proper shoulder wheels. I think I saw somebody use some from the um, the Robot Mashers, I think. Or, or no, no. Um, okay. Well, uh, what were the, the, the things that were sort of like... Um, Bionicles, but weren't those transformer thingies? 
Uh, uh, yeah, construct bots. Yeah. Something like that. Some of them yes. had big, chunky tires. Okay, that that would be worth looking for on eBay. Looking for parts of on eBay. Uh, so yes, I got Chrome Dome. I like him a lot. He works well with the rewind that's already come out. Yay. A plus will pose on my desk. <laughs> I will say that part of the problem I talked about Skull Cruncher being sort of okay, and part of that is that some of his joints, especially his legs, were like super wobbly. Uh, which may be one of those your mileage may vary things. Uh, Chrome Dome's joints are all very nice and tight, and he just feels like a very solid figure that's maybe not someone's first design project for the team. Oh, cool. But I, but I really like Skull Cruncher. I like how his shoulder arms work. I like him too. It's just that his plastic tolerances are really not great, and yeah, someone nice. may have stepped in and advised them to maybe not use that sparkly plastic. Yeah, hmm. mine's tolerances seem to be a little better, but like you said, mileage may vary. Yeah, that's that's I've one of those things that tends to vary strongly from figure to figure when it's a problem. Yeah. I've noticed that on the uh, Titan Master heads that have come out with their own little vehicles at retail too. I picked up uh, two of those. Well, I picked up three of those, but we've already reviewed Crash Bash. Mm-hmm. I also picked up uh, Nightbeat and Loudmouth. Yay! I did get Nightbeat, actually, uh, on my way home from that trip at that Target, because I knew Target had them, because uh, I needed Chrome Dome to have a buddy. Uh, so now he's got someone to be a huge asshole to him. <laughs> so that's sort of what Nightbeat does. Yep. I I like Nightbeat's vehicle. Uh, not a huge fan of Nightbeat not looking like Nightbeat. Yeah, that's honestly part of why I didn't buy him on site the first time I saw him, is because it all harkens back to that weird mix-up in Marvel and, like, the heads maybe getting, probably getting swapped around and... Yeah. If the rumors are true that we're getting a... Nightbeat full-size toy that has the proper head. Ooh. I'm just going to look at this one and go, oh, cool, I can use this for uh, one of Trent's many replacement faces. Oh, yes. yes, or you can just say, here's the toy-accurate Nightbeat head. It yeah. doesn't help that he's got his mouth all open like he's like he's Siren. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's specifically emoting in a way typical of the other character that he looks like. Which yeah. doesn't help, but... Yeah, Night Beats drill tank jet plane that he straddles thing is kind of neat. It's fun. I do have to give both of them, both him and Loudmouth, criticism that they only seem to fit into their, uh, like, a collapsed head mode version with their head in a very specific orientation, and it's the opposite orientation of what you'd want to keep it in normally. Hmm. Mm. So, like, their head has to be turned 180 degrees to feel like it fits right. Cool. And then I, I don't even know what Loudmouth's thing is other than, like, a jet car thing when it's in the car mode, which, weirdly, he also has to have his arms extended to be able to fit into to sit in, which... <laughs> eh, it's kind of annoying. But then, like, it, the other mode, it's like this... I think the instructions called it, like, a weapon. And it's this weird tanky thing that has, like, a flip up guns that reveal a throne behind it and I'm not <laughs> sure what like it's like it 
changes scale when it's going between modes as far as what the details are representing. Mm. And, and it's weird, and uh, it just doesn't sit right with me. Mm. And I'm not sure why. But anyway, uh, Mind Wipe's awesome. <laughs> Yay! I, I do want to get him. He's definitely... Honestly, I kind of want... I mean, I guess I could take or leave Weird Wolf, but I definitely want... Mind wipe. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I'm kind of fond of highbrow because I think it's entirely his voice from Rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's entirely that in Rebirth he becomes the Perceptor character, mm. <laughs> who who says stuff by you know David Wise consulting a thesaurus, and then everyone's like, I don't know what that means, and I feel that man. I actually had yeah. someone. In real life, who is not from the Transformers fandom, but who told me that I I was that character in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so so also he's my favorite colors. Uh, but yeah, I want to get him. I I need to get the brainstorm. I guess I'll have to get Hardhead so I have them all as a set. Uh, but yeah. I I cannot not get the bet. He goes flip flip. Oh, his wings are awesome. I love the way they turn into his legs and they peg together really well. It's such a Good. creative design decision. Good. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, I was worried it about that so well. how complex it looks, that it wouldn't peg that well. But Oh, it even more shocking, it pegs amazingly, even though like the back piece is like PVC rubber instead of hard ABS or polypropylene oh, plastic. Oh. oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, they've been getting better about well, the rubber. What'd you get, I love David? How his, oh, sorry. I love how his proportions kind of change going between modes, so he's like this wide, stubby bat thing. Like a almost cute cyber bat rather than <laughs> horrifying vampire bat, but still. Yes, he's adorable. Highly recommended. I think he's my favorite uh, Titan's Return toy so far out of the deluxes. Sweet. Alright, David, so what'd you get? Oh, I finally found some more toys! Well, I got a Rumble and a laser beak I haven't opened yet from Titan's Return, but I found new Robots in Disguise toys! Starscream and Paralon, the Yay. Toys R Us exclusives. Yes, Paralon, the, the, the Scorponok who has come out before Scorponok. Although he's, he's more like, <laughs> he's more like Beast Wars Scorponok, cause, well, he's got a Beast Wars Scorponok head and he's purple and gray and, oh, he's, He's the Scorponok I've always wanted that I didn't know I needed. He's yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool that he gets a new head like that. Yeah. He's only got six legs instead of eight, but other than that, he's he's a really good Scorpion. Well, he's also got a jaw, too, that works, but Scorpions don't have that. <laughs> he's fun. He's adorable. He's he's hunched over like Scorponok should be. I'm never going to call him Paralon, because... Who knows what that is? I'm just—he's Beast Wars Scorponok. Yes. Yes. And he has like an awesome tail stinger, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. That he can plug the sword into, or anything else. Because the five millimeter peg. Oh, it's fun. And the star screen, which I just opened—that oh, was one other thing I forgot. To... Hmm? What'd you forget? There's one other thing I forgot to say about Mind Wipe that you reminded me of. His bat mouth opens and closes. It's awesome. <gasps> yes. yes. That's that's always a that is the most important feature. In animals, <laughs> yes, opening and closing mouth is job number one. It could still be a good toy without yes. that, but that's how you get an A-plus toy. Anyway, robots in the size... Also, I just now noticed... 
<laughs> we are excited about toys. I, I just now noticed that uh, that Chrome Dome's little weapon seat thingy that you can put a little dude in mounts to the top of his vehicle mode, which I had not previously noticed. So that's cool. The end. Go on about Starscream. Your turn. Starscream. Well, he's a Starscream for one, so you kind of know what to expect. He, he's very much the triangle, upside-down proportions, uh, the way, um, uh, what's it, Priscilla, what's her name? From the... the Trey Montano? Trey Montano, yeah. The, the way she draws him in the comics now, he, he's very much that proportions. His head doesn't exactly say Starscream to me, but then again, the, the last Prime didn't exactly work, say Starscream as much to me, but he's fun, he... I think, well, he's the only Starscream I know that, like every other Starscream transforms and his back becomes the top of the plane. This one, his front uh, becomes the top of the plane. I don't remember oh. Starscream has done that before. I may be forgetting one, I, but... Yeah, I can't think of one offhand, but then I'm not exactly the biggest toy archivist. Yeah, His cockpit instead so flips over. go ahead and... if. If you know another one, tweet us and yeah. let us know. I probably forgot one. Or one of the weird... No, they're the Armada or Energon? No, they're, they're on the back, too, I think. Or they're in the front, they flip weird. But he's a fine Starscream. I don't like him quite as much as Prime Starscream, because that was tall, spindly, weird, different Starscream. But he, he's more of a traditional Starscream, and his wings make a very nice cape. Yeah, cape wings Yay, are wings. the best. Cape wings are definitely the best. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add? Uh, not this week, I don't think. That's more than enough. All yep. right. I don't know that we have any comics coming out next week, but I guess if we do, we will find Probably out. Uh, otherwise, if we do not, then <laughs> what? Well, uh, well, whenever the revolution more than meets the eye comes out, which shouldn't, it sh- uh, shouldn't be next week. Yeah, so, I don't think that's yet. Yeah, but, but Lost Light. Uh, if we did start not have comics, months. Lost Light starts in December, was it yeah. or something? Yeah. So there's going to be a few months before those particular feels are rekindled. There'll be a gap. Yep. Skids, skids and Nautica. So, uh, so yeah, uh, if we do not have comics, then we will catch up on some Robots in Disguise cartoons from, uh, from the cold, cold northern neighbor of Canada. Uh, and otherwise, we'll see what happens between now and then. Uh, so, until next week, uh, this is Jen. And Alex. And David. Good night. I always want to say good night at the end. <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Icon Underground Radio is a production of IconUnderground.net, where we host this show as well as Stasis Pod, our Beast Wars and now Beast Machines podcast. We are on Twitter at IconUG, Facebook at Facebook.com slash IconUnderground, and Tumblr at IconUnderground.tumblr.com. Uh, We are an entirely listener-supported podcast, and we could use your help uh, paying our hosting fees and other 
minor expenses. Uh, we have a Patreon set up at uh, patreon.com slash underground uh, where you can go and help us out. Everybody ready? Sure. Uh, David, you ready? Yes. Alex is ready. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of September 28th, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. Do that again, because it broke up when you were doing it, or I heard it break up, just just to be sure. Uh, (laughs) Of course it did. Stupid computer. That's why I hate machines. (laughs) Uh, there's the outtake.